Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into another episode of Friends from Work, a podcast about all things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As always, I'm Kyle Sconowill, and he's Robbie Earle, and today we have our second official Marvelette. A Marvelette is a short episode about something that Robbie and I think is very important and we want to cover. Robbie and I spend a lot of time putting together what we consider to be the best, most effective order to rewatch these movies in. There are a couple really notable changes, so we wanted to just take a second to explain what they were and why we did that. Yeah, so I think the reason we've put them this way is because largely it goes with the chronology of the MCU, but I think it also tells the best story thematically. We start with Captain America, the first Avenger, which I think in a lot of ways gives us the heart of what the MCU will become sort of up front. We then move into Captain Marvel uh, because chronologically that's where she fits and we sort of see the building of the Avengers through the lens of Nick Fury then on to Iron Man and we had a lot of issues where Captain Marvel originally released with the timing of it Absolutely. so that's a right that's a good chance to maybe try putting it in a different spot more chronologically right right because i think there's definitely a case to be made for introducing Captain Marvel here and then sort of meeting back up with her later which is something we'll talk about yep. in the Captain Marvel episode um yep. After Iron Man, uh, which comes next, we then get into Iron Man 2, and then The Incredible Hulk, and then Thor, which are all supposed to have taken place in the same week, according to Marvel Studios. Um, It's actually good to end on Thor there, which is not the original release order, because going from Thor right into the Avengers, Thor leaves off with Loki and sort of his next plans, who we then pick up with first of the Avengers, Avengers will then end with Loki, which we will then pick up the first scene in Thor the Dark World. Um, From Thor Dark World, we'll get a little stinger about the Power Stone. Ooh, and the Power Stone is important because that is the core of our next movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And we're going to follow up Guardians of the Galaxy 1 right away with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 because James Gunn, the director, said that those movies take place back to back. They're actually right after one another. So throwing those two together makes sense. Yeah. So we'll have this whole little kind of sub phase of MCU cosmic, which I think is really fun before we then go back to earth with Iron Man three to kind of catch up with him on how he's dealing with the repercussions of the Avengers. Then we'll do Captain America winter soldier, which I think is the perfect lead in to age of Ultron. And this is something I'm actually pretty passionate about because I think It can seem a little jarring to just jump into Age of Ultron after, I think, Guardians, which is release order, 
because they're just in the middle of sort of the mission that Winter Soldier leaves off on. And I really like the idea that sort of at the end of Hydra taking over at Winter Soldier, we're now beginning in the Avengers with them fighting back against Hydra. Um, so is Age of Ultron kind of a breath there then? Is that the end of phase two? That is the end of phase two. Well, technically the end of phase two is Ant-Man, um, but in the end of our phase two, it would be Avengers Age of Ultron. I like the idea of ending each phase with an Avengers movie. Yeah, I do too. I think that it allows us to kind of sit in whatever the paradigm shift has been from the end of that prior phase. And so one of the reasons that the phase three order that I have actually begins with Doctor Strange before going into Ant-Man, before then going into Civil Wars, I think it gives us a second to sort of sit in the repercussions of Age of Ultron. We're sort of living in this world where the new Avengers team is operating in the background. We then see them in Ant-Man, and then by the time we get to Civil War, we see them begin to kind of break apart. Yeah. And then we get into all the movies that are kind of affected or, or deal with the fallout of Civil War, which will be Black Panther, which takes place, you know, the week after Civil War. Spider-Man Homecoming, which I think takes place largely about three months after Civil War. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp, which basically bridges the rest of that gap from Civil War to Infinity War. Let me pause you right there. Let's talk about the decision to move some of these movies around Civil War. I think that's probably because we want the weight of Civil War, the effects of it, for you to feel it a little bit longer. And by moving some of these movies directly after it, like you like you were saying, Black Panther, Spider-Man Homecoming, Ant-Man and the Wasp, all of those have effects of Civil War in them. And so I think by doing that, you get the feeling of the weight of it a little bit more before we get to Infinity War, which ultimately is where you feel the ultimate weight of the effects of it, right? Because they're split up. Right. Yeah, because initially you had Black Panther released right before Infinity War, even though it was supposed to have taken place two years prior, I think. And then Ant-Man and the Wasp is then released after Infinity War when it's supposed to have taken place prior to that. So yeah, I think... This kind of creates this whole, okay, now we're living in a post-Civil War world for a few movies. Then we'll jump up to Ragnarok, which leads directly into Infinity War. And then from Infinity War, which leads directly into Avengers Endgame. Right. I think one other caveat we have to give is that the post credit scenes can occasionally rub on this order. I think if you've seen the movies before that shouldn't bother you because you already know what's going to happen and there can be fun narratives that actually come from anticipating what you saw in the post-credit scene. But if you haven't seen him before, it can be kind of jarring and confusing. So decide that at your own at your own risk. But in our list, if you've never seen him, we even have the distinction of where to watch certain movies' post-credit scenes because if you haven't seen them, they'd make more sense there. Right. So for instance, we would say... Captain Marvel, you should stop at the credits. Ant-Man and the Wasp, you should stop at the credits. And then you'll watch, right after Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp post credit scene, and then Captain Marvel post credit scene, and then Avengers Endgame. If, that, if this is your first time watching and you're wanting to split it up that way. Oh, gosh. I just love the idea now, thinking about it, of watching Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back as kind of a part one and two. I mean, what an unbelievable fitting conclusion to the entire saga if you watch them in that order. I've been tempted in the past to review those as one movie. I do love the idea of that being the centerpiece of this entire thing. Right. 
So in closing, what we've really been trying to accomplish with this list, and you know, you should let us know if you think that we have, is to kind of give each era of the MCU its due. So whether that's the formation of the Avengers, whether that's the aftermath of New York, or whether that's the Civil War and the fallout there, we really want each moment in the timeline, kind of each theme that we see there to resonate as much as possible. And so we're excited to watch the movies in this order. We think it's going to be a really fun adventure. We think it's going to tell a great story and we're glad to have you all with us. Totally. And so if any of that is a little confusing to you guys, we will be posting the actual order on all of our social media, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook. You can find us on any of those at the FFW podcast. So follow us there and make sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or however you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Friends From Work. Friends From Work.